0: Hello and welcome to Sleeper 2021, a series of conversations with the major players in the world of hospitality experience and design. And today from Taipei, capital of the island state of Taiwan, we are joined by one of the industry's leading figures, Tony Chi, founder of Tony Chi Studio. Tony is normally more at home in the streets of Lower Manhattan's West Village, where the studio is based. Now Tony has ridden out more than one crisis over the last decades, a time that has seen his work across the world receiving numerous accolades including those from the Head Awards, most notably for his work with Rosewood Hotels. They are just one of the many hotel brands, including Hyatt, Mandon Oriental, and Four Seasons, with whom he is closely associated. Today, we'll be exploring the changes he has seen and wants to see, what has pushed him to succeed, and the shifts in our industry. I'm Guy Dietrich, Editor-at-Large of Sleeper Magazine, and this is the Sleeper 2021 podcast series. Welcome, Tony. Uh, you're talking from Taipei. Uh, tell us how how did you get there? Well, I wish
1: I can say I swam, but I flew here and I got stuck since February 26, 2020. Um, you know, funny that I was supposed to be in London on March 1st, never made it. And I thought, ah, I'll, I'll, I'll postpone for a couple of days. A <laughs> couple of days. It's a year plus later.
0: Believe that. Why Taipei? How come you ended up in Taipei? You've got a lot of Asian projects. That makes sense. But why Taipei?
1: Why, why Taipei? i tell you, you know, when I started heading out east, or perhaps gone international, right? In those days, you know, we didn't have this point A, point B. We used to have to make connecting flights. I don't know if you remember that. This was the early 80s, I want to say. And since then, I said, you know, I really need to have a little, what do you call it, a little a right? A little, little apartment. So I set one up in Hong Kong then. And I find it amazingly helpful. So I did that but was back in the mid eighties. I never gave up until 1996. I said, you know, enough of Hong Kong. So uh, I move on looking for a next stop, next stop. Where should the next stop be? Then until seven years ago, I found this little place in Taiwan on the ground floor. It's quite nostalgic actually, because uh, you know I was born here. So it uh, and, and just gave me that sort of little bit of a reminisce Like the like the old diaper still being dry, (laughs) and then I just I just get this sort of comfort um, before I head out anywhere. Uh, I never thought this place I will stay more than three nights or four nights, right? I never thought about that. I said you know uh, two nights, three nights, and I loved it. Uh, And I thought it's worth every penny of it. Of course, at COVID nineteen, you bet worth every penny of it because. Uh without it, you know, I would be stranded, you know, in the, in the hotel somewhere yeah. and not able to go back home and so on.
0: A full year in a hotel um, is not everybody's cup of tea. So uh, great. Lucky you that you have a, a space over there. And I'm guessing that Taipei is uh, very well connected for, for uh, North Asia, China and Southeast Asia. And not badly right. presented either. Uh, situated for um, for the world time zones. I know you're a very tactile. Well, you're super energetic. Everybody mm. can hear that. Um, but you you're, it's a very much. You're a show and tell type of guy, I think, and and sort of this tactility mm. and haptic sensation of sure. things. How has that worked for you um, with, with COVID?
1: Uh, frustrating. Uh, climbing the wall, uh, scratching your head, and look at my hair, oh. Gone. <laughs> so even though I lost uh, complete loss is this tactile of feeling of materials, and I'll do the best I can. Anything that must feel, please send it to me. I'll go through the process of elimination. I can say, well, I can, I can give up 80%, but I need that 20%. And they will do so, you know, and they'll find time uh, to buy me time uh, for those things to come in. Uh, I have to say, if I didn't have those relationships, that job will never, absolutely never be done I and mean, even a year later, right? So, you know, so so we, we learn to improvise. And I think this COVID teach us how to be, um, how do you say this, be trustful. Um, you know, you gotta trust, you trust you, me, you know me. I trust me, I trust my hand, I trust my judgment call. But you gotta learn how to trust others uh, to some degrees. Uh, and whatever the effort, uh, or, method you use uh, should get better on a daily basis, right? So, you know, I look at it in a positive way, guys. This COVID make me grow up a bit, you know, as a designer. Uh, it make me uh, embrace the importance. Uh, for example, if I am doing a chair mock up, I mean, I trust my push, okay? I like to stay in the chair to say, hey, how I feel. But since my my body in the chairs are 8,000 miles apart. I had to ask somebody else to say, how does it feel? You know, I mean, this is, if you don't trust the guy, I mean, how can you ask such a question, guy? I mean, how's your butt feel in that chair? What kind of a question is that? But we both understand it. Oh yeah, let me try it. So I say sit that way, use the left cheek, use the right cheek, lean lean forward, lean backwards. You know, then then I say tilt the chair, and uh, get up and sit down. Uh, you know, I, I go through all this, and and I didn't recall any of that. If I did, I can probably make a nice little movie out of it, right? It's absolutely funny. And they you you should see how much they go out of their way to test that chair for you. You know, I say, oh, let's play waiter. Uh I grab the chair, move from here to there. I want to see the, I want to feel the weight. And you see the person grab the chair. I say, no, 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 do that one more time. I want to see your left hand. Use the right hand before most of the people are writing, right? So we, we go through this. I don't know, three, four times every week right? for the last one year. So long story short of it, and I did uh, a virtual installation. I have not, not never done that in my life, okay? Virtually, so they hook up camera. I said, hey, I want to have three cameras on site. Uh, I want to see it from this angle, that angle, and whatever. Then I said, move the furniture, follow the floor plan. And they follow the floor plan. I say, mm, my floor plan needs some adjustment, right? Then I will use my little pen, and choose draw the particular chest and move this thing a little bit to the right. And now you know WhatsApp to them. And they will move it and I'll look at it. And you think we're gonna hit the nail on the head on this? Probably not. So so yeah, the virtual installation is not perfect, but but it really tests uh, our patience, it tested our ability, and most of all, it tests. Uh, our weaknesses to the maximum. Uh, so you don't drive yourself up at the wall, right? In other words, I'll do the best I can. I never knew I am so uh, uh, unable to to articulate what I need to articulate, you know, got to a point that I, I, I got frustrated uh, doing some of these virtual
0: installations. Talking about um, trusting people, Bill Paley. Uh, he's been working with you for a number of years now and, and recently been creative director. How's that repositioning? I also understand your your daughter, uh, Alison, is, is now the managing director. Uh, where does that leave Tony Chi?
1: Well, you know, this always has been in the pipeline. Alison joined the company uh, probably in 2010 10 to 2011. Uh, always show great interest of bridging the generation. And she's done a great job uh, bridging the people born in the 1950s and able to reach out to people born in the 1960s, 70s, and herself born in the 1980s. So able to bring these decades of people together. You know, this is not the most easy things to do. Alison would just sort of bridge them all because she was brought up in our uh, old heritage family tradition, right? When we believe in certain values, uh, hospitality, the mannerism, uh, and so on and so forth. And she's also uh, spending her university years uh, in Paris, so she's sort of able to bridge uh, that traditional Chinese family, uh, the upbringing, of North American, and you know the American spirit, and yet sort of growing up a little bit in in European way of life. So make her a perfect candidate to bring Tony Chi's Studio forward, right? And now equally for me to make that to admit that I'm not capable to progress further. And this is something I I, I absolutely uh, uh, realized too, because one day when my daughter was still young in college, she said to me, she came home to visit in New York, and I took her to one of my restaurants that I designed, and she said, Dad, your restaurant's not fun. I said, what, what did you say? She said, your restaurant's not fun. I said, well, you're too young, you don't know what fun is.
0: I was wrong, and she was, spot on you you were too you were too old you didn't know what fun was
1: yeah i i started maybe in their world we somehow got disconnected right so i need to reboot a little bit right not that i want to be young i don't want to be youthful but just make me a little more sensitive about what should i do to bridge the past the current and yet don't not fade away. Be sustainable into the future, right? The future only time will tell.
0: Yeah, so that's Alison's role now as sort of the managing director to bring the studio forward. Um, Bill Paley, uh, creative director. Right,
1: Bill, Bill's been with me for 28 years. Yeah, I mean, like our company's 30, 35, 36 years old. Uh, so, so Bill's been with me right after, right out of college. Actually, three years after college because he went to Japan try to be a, a samurai carpenter, you know, ah. So, so he, he actually, he's Japanese, quite fluent. So he had this sort of samurai spirit in doing things, which means do things precisely, uh, it, it make us align quite a bit. So he was, always has been the most trusted uh, designer uh, I ever had, and I feel You can be a great designer, but your value need to be aligned as well. So I always enjoy working with Bill. And of course, 2017, when I decided to say, you know, I'm gonna start working on this sort of uh, retirement, uh, not retirement, to to pull back uh, and focus on uh, other part of the canvas, right? And allow somebody to take the baton or the brush to control that canvas.
0: And and how how is Bill helping you do that, or, or how do you see Bill's role in that?
1: Well, well, Bill Bill has a has a multi talent. One of the foremost talent is he's very romantic. So he romance uh, his thought and collaboratively anticipating the users. So so how do you take your romance through what you do? Hopefully, the user receives the same romance. Uh, and fall in love, right? So that talent is pretty amazing about. Two, he uh, is a, you know, I call him the Shakespeare, uh, William Shakespeare. William Paley is a William Shakespeare. William's mother was was a writer. I mean, he's a a well-read person, reads a lot. He always find a way to translate the drawings into words. I mean, being a great designer too, uh, it's got a good taste. It's got a real kick-ass taste. Uh, a lot of time I, I'm, you know, I'm a monotone kind of guy. You know, I like brown and brown, beige on brown, you know, maybe a little bit of accent here and there, hey, a little bit of indigo. You know, so I like my design to be somewhat quiet, right? I say, ah, I don't like visual noise. So that was just sort of my excuse. Like right? I said, yeah, I don't, I don't like visual noise. Maybe I'm copping out. Bill was or is courageous. I mean, he's not afraid. He said, "Hey, let's throw in a little bit of a powder blue." I said, "What powder blue? You mean indigo blue?" He said, "No, no, no, powder blue." I said, "Are you kidding?" "No, we can do a little bit about bubblegum pink too." You know, so so these are the things uh, uh, I find it quite amusing, and uh, you know, it's really that really make the Tony Chi design over the years, right? If it's just me alone, you will give another ice cream, okay? With him, you'll get a little bit of a, a twist. Yeah, but with the people, uh, he's far better than me. You know, I'm a dictator and, uh, and he, he, he he's, a, he's a quiet one, but you know, not having uh, the, 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 the shout and explosiveness, but, but knowing how to dictate the design. So that's a talent. I'm not
0: that good at that. Uh, I don't know, you seem to get your way. So yes, dictator is quite a good word. Uh, And maybe Bill just has a different way of dictating the design story. So that's very interesting, uh, Tony, thank you for that. Um, yeah. Let's maybe now move on to look at some of your projects. Um, I'm thinking of, mm. of, of three in particular, two Rosewood and one from uh, Ritz Carlton. Let's start with the Rosewood Hong Kong. Um, and I'll just mm. mention there that uh, you've been shortlisted for uh, in two categories uh, for the AHEAD Asia Awards in 2021. That's for the Asaya Spa uh, and for the Harbour House Suite. Um, so many thanks for for doing that, for joining us at Ahead. Uh, and with a bit of luck, um, you're shortlisted. That's just been announced this week. Uh, we might see you pick up something uh, at the awards in uh, Singapore in September.
1: Well, well, first of all, first of all, let's say, you know, it's an honor to even be shortlisted. You know, Asia design is phenomenal now, okay? You know, there's amazing, amazing, amazing uh, designers uh, out here in Asia, and I've been here for years, I can tell you this. So to be shortlisted among these greats, it is an honor. That's number one. Number two, I can't wait to butt out. Singapore, September, play. yes, I'll be there.
0: (laughs) And you'll be very welcome, very welcome.
1: Well, thank you, thank you. I can't wait to get out there. Uh, Of course, the uh, Hong Kong. You know, every journey uh, uh, comes to an end, Uh, for me, may not be for someone else. I always believing in building a body, someone builds the soul. So those guys in Hong Kong, the Rosewood guys, they're gonna build a soul to the great body we built. It was amazing project. It took almost 11 years uh, in the making. Of course, you know, Rosewood on the Sonia Chang's leadership. It has an amazing vision, right? And I say, well, with these vision, hopefully I can carry on with the mission, right? So Rosewood Hong Kong was one of those crafting a, uh, a very specific uh, hotel to fit into this competitive world. Uh, yes, it is a hotel, as we call it, the estate uh, on the harbor. Uh, you know, it's not just say, oh, luxury hotel. Now, what does that mean? Uh, it's a state. It's giving the real estate a clear definition. Right? You can call a city hotel a mansion, like the Rosewood uh, London. It's an amazing mansion uh, in the urbanistic setting. But Rosewood Hong Kong, uh, being six minutes on the speedboat across the harbor uh, to to the central, so close to the city, and yet being on the harbor, in surrounded by seventeen gardens. Uh, it, it's a it's a it's an oasis, not in the desert, but oasis in the middle of the sea. Uh, work life nowadays uh, is becoming somewhat hectic, could be out of control in our own way. So we're, we're trying to find ways to set up a platform for people to live a uh, certain quality of life at their choice, right? If you look at Rosewood, Hong Kong, it is a business hotel, so close to Central. But at the same time, it gives you sort of a luxurious setting. Luxurious means I don't mean material-wise. I mean psychologically, it's quite luxurious uh, to come to compensate all that craziness, and you can travel from city to city. Uh, you just feel like, oh, I've seen that before, you know. So, so I think that sense of place started diminish, and roads will allow the sense of place to kick back in, right? Allow us reconnect uh, with locality. So, so, and I think. A residential aspect is, is, is a tool, uh, allow the personality to come in a bit. Of course, uh, residential part of it uh, is something my I myself, um, Bill Paley, we always believe in. You know, we always say we love uh, the, uh, the residential life is because that can help us to help them to shape the generation to come.
0: A nice crossover between, between the, 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 the uh, residential field and this, this uh, uh, urban life or, or, or city life.
1: You, you're absolutely right, Guy. We are trying to bring two things together.
0: Keeping with the uh, Rosewood Hong Kong, um, Mm. the the Cheng family uh, have introduced a lot of their own art and art collection there. This always seems to be uh, an important uh, aspect of of a project to you. How much has that been in the case, or how much is that the case with Rosewood?
1: Of course, every project I do, I always think uh, art is a way of making a good introduction for arrival. Now, Rosewood Hong Kong, the Cheng family uh, has been an art collector and I have to say probably a lot longer than I know, right? Because when I started doing their home nearly 20 years ago, uh, I visit their private gallery uh, and I I was amazed how many masses work uh, being in their gallery. Uh, And of course, I was able uh, to bring some of them I like uh, into their home. Uh, Of course, for Rosewood Hong Kong, it was just another uh, kids in the candy store, so to speak. And, uh, you know, and of course, the only thing I uh, truly contributed is the uh, Henry Moore uh, because I want a Henry to come home, right? being Hong Kong, uh, Henry Moore being British.
0: That's one of his large uh, bronze sculptures, isn't it? In the front of the hotel, at the front of the hotel.
1: Right. Yeah. And Mr. Chan, Dr. Chan uh, spent quite a bit of years, and I want to say maybe five or six years uh, looking for it. So when he found it three years before the opening, I was very excited, you know. And he he somehow got it, and uh, you know that that was sort of a, the the high moment of the project. <laughs>
0: I'm sure one of many. I've got uh, another project I'd like to talk to you about: uh, the Ritz-Carlton Millennia in Singapore. Something you'd worked mm. on on previously. In fact, uh, you you won there for the Colony Restaurant back in the Head Asia Awards 2017. But the new work you've done is, I think, one of these sort of accelerator projects, where because of the mm. uh, uh, the COVID crisis and low occupancies, uh, they got you to get it in there to to really kickstart this uh, new work. Tell us a little bit about that. Mm. Well,
1: first of all, the Millennium Singapore project was designed by the building, was designed by Kevin Roche, which is one of the legendary architects. So, no question, this building now or perhaps will be a landmark years to come. Called the Millennium Singapore with the family, Mr. the Kui family uh, in Singapore. They are serious art collectors and they collect architecture. I mean, this is out there, right? They had every master designing at least one of their buildings. I was involved, I want to say probably 10 years now, uh, when I first saw it and I tried to read what Kevin Roche is trying to do, his building. right? I'm not here to to disregard the architecture, but rather I'm here to be part of it. So I did the planning for uh, the public area probably 10 years ago, and that is called the West Wing. And the East Wing is what we accomplished. Uh, during this COVID-19 so that makes the level three uh, of the east wing and the west wing complete as a whole right and equally the floor below that uh, level two uh, was their uh, meeting room facility facilities but these work all started uh, before the crisis Uh, for the queen to allow the project continue during the time was quite memorable actually many owner would have just shut on the job right when the hotel was being empty with them they never looked at it that way they thought it was a perfect time for them to
0: restore the building Fantastic. Yeah. As I said, an accelerated project, really. Tony, just let's uh, take, take a look at uh, another one of your ongoing projects, and that's the Carlisle, another Rosewood Hotel, uh, this time on the Upper East Side of uh, of New York. It's kind of a high society place. So all the US presidents visit there. Lots of performers are going there. Um, Dorothy Draper was uh, did some of the original interiors there, I believe. So quite big shoes to to fill. Um, what's been your approach uh, at, uh, at the Carlisle?
1: Well, you know, the uh, Rosewood as a hotel holistically, when we got involved with the entire brand with Sonia, and we we actually thought the five city need to work collectively, right? Between London, New York, Paris, uh, Beijing, and Hong Kong, right? So these were the five we're design, designing at the same time so we can formulate uh, a voice collectively to define what Rosewood is. Uh, at the time, of course, with Sonia's Trust, uh, we were appointed to do the first one, the London, to accelerate that opening. Uh, then having Ba's studio in Australia, which is our ex-colleague, designed the Beijing. Uh, then uh, Paris was done differently. Then, of course, the remaining, uh, New York uh, and Hong Kong, which is the flagship. Uh the grand finale, sort of speak, uh, will be done by Tony Chi Studio. So when we did all this, uh, we all, as we said, we found uh this sort of uh, the slogan, let us bring back the sense of place, allow the traveler to feel the sense of place. Uh when they uh at the rosewood, there will always will be a greater sense of place. So so I think that that really helped doing the whole project together. Now with the Carlisle being the grand finale, uh, under the circumstances, uh, it was, you're right, guys, it's one of the most difficult projects, and the biggest shoes to fill. A hotel never been done by the third party, right? So I have to step in uh, to redo wrong. We don't redo uh, the history. Uh, how do we be part of the history in the making and ongoing. So, the first thing we wanted to do is we didn't want to change uh, what is there. Uh, we want to keep all the ghosts happy within the space, you know. So, we do want to give this building a new gut, in other words, from inside out. We do want to bring the building up today. Uh, we do want to maintain the intimacy of the residents for the Upper East the museum miles. Uh, No, we do want to keep that. And we do not want to have a design that is hip. So sort of combined it and composed it, uh, romancing the romance uh, in the Carlisle. Uh, So if you walk in, you know something has been done, but you can't really put your finger on it. Not about competing, and this is not about copying. This is about continuing. Uh, it's almost taking the novel and add another chapter to it. Uh, and I think, of course, you will see the bar is opening up soon. Um, we're building another bar uh, in the hotel, right? Because that bar is, has, has has a tremendous amount of the audience. So we thought we built another small bar. So that is being, uh, will be unveiling very soon. What we really want to do is we want to make sure we can also take care of the people within the Carlisle, right? Uh, so you have people at the lobby lounge, you have people, uh, you know, in the restaurants. So we wanna make sure there is a bar to take care of them.
0: So this would be more like a guest you know, only bar?
1: Uh, I would say probably it's a Carlisle bar and I probably will say it's definitely a neighborhood bar. You know, Bimberman bar, it's a New York bar. Let's be very clear. It's no longer the upper East anymore.
0: Let's just um, maybe uh, take a look now at one of your your future projects or your upcoming projects, and that's in India.
1: Well, Grand Hire Gogong in New Delhi, uh, being a project ongoing for probably over, over 10 years now. Uh, it has been difficult, and I think in two folds. Uh, one part of it is when we first designed it, uh, I think uh, we created design I mean, no question it was beautiful and night. it's grand uh, uh, collaboratively with uh, uh, Norman Foster's studio, right, this is a Foster building. So we created an interior that equally uh, modern, equally uh, cutting edge uh, as the architecture. But we did suffer uh, with the local ability to build them, right? Because, you know, India did not have the craft, or uh, the, uh, the machinery or the precision to achieve what we need to achieve. Then we start switching gear. Well, let's bring out the best of them. Let's see what can they do, right? And they do amazing terrazzo work, right? The entire floor, all in terrazzo, right? Then the wall, they've done amazing uh, plaster. You know, they plastered them by hand. Amazing plaster work, uh, right? So so we're using their strength, uh, re- uh, colliding or redesign, sort of the hotel, and they are happy. Not why? Because they get to do what they do best, and they can. And I can see uh, they achieve this sort of a confidence and great pride, and the work up better and better. I think you know what we decided to do is not about uh, cost saving, right? But rather to build longevity, to build sustainability. Uh, to love them, have a great sense of pride, and to me, that that was important.
0: Um, when do you expect? When do you expect that to be opening the uh, the gojon.
1: Well, you know, riot. I tell you, before COVID, we were about six months away. Then, then the COVID shut us down.
0: You know, just a few small
1: area that hasn't been completed. So, we're so close.
0: Good luck with that one, Tony. Just a, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how would you um, measure success, and what has shaped your success? You know, I'm not so sure
1: that the word success means anything to me anymore. Uh, when I was younger, I sort of defined it differently. But if I look at success, I, I sustained it 35 years of Tony Chi Studio. Uh, I'm successful, allowed this Tony Chi Studio to continue. I'm successful because my daughter, Allison, uh, sort of matured into that managing director role. I'm successful, Mr. Paley is still with us. Uh, and continuing uh, as a creative director, I'm successful. Uh, uh, James Amsworth, after 15, 16 years, and still continuing. So all these success uh, uh, is not can cannot be measured by monetary means. Uh, so for that perspective, I'm successful. I
0: think. We think you are successful too. By the way, <laughs> thank you. Um perhaps you give us just what one 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 idea about uh your vision for the future of hospitality design.
1: You know, this this has been a subject for the last six, seven months among myself with all my colleagues, hotel colleagues in the industry talking about it. Right. And of course we all are going to be optimistic to say, yeah, everyone will come back. But the difference is our the travelers. Uh, what would be the expectation? So I see it probably differently now. I probably see in the hotel now be more uh, specifically more intimate uh, rather than being just grand, being big, uh, being urbanistic. Uh, I probably see it uh, as a more private, uh, more exclusive, uh, more trustworthy. Than how do you then trust the place you're going to stay? that is clean, that is safe, right? So, so these are the things that will drive the future hotel. And I think hotel designer uh, may have to focus on the design process, doesn't mean more is more. Maybe they have to look at it. less is more and this will impact on the materials. Uh, it's no longer a showcase to say, let me show you more my, my dash, uh, a flag of flamboyant materials to dazzle you. I think that may change a bit. Uh, things may be a little quieter. Uh, things may be more subtle. Uh, things may be simpler. Uh, things may be more elegant. Uh, things may be more mature.
0: You've covered, you've covered quite a lot of ground there, Tony, that's for sure, <laughs> all the bases. Uh, but certainly I think this idea of experience over, over materiality uh, is is fairly key. Um, Tony, I think we're going to wrap that up uh, now. So thank you very much indeed for your your time. Uh, And we really appreciate uh, having this opportunity to talk with you here on Sleeper 2021. Thank you very much indeed, Tony.
1: Thank you, guys. Stay safe, okay, my friend.
0: Many thanks to Tony Chi, founder of Tony Chi Studio for joining us For this episode of Sleeper 2021. Post-production of this episode and all previous episodes is by Chris Preston, with promotion by Eleanor Howard. I'm Guy Dietrich. Thank you very much for listening.